It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev on a Monday morning. Matt Hall seems to be avoiding his studio for some reason today. Yeah, well, I don't want to go in there. There's a, <laughs> what happened? There was a bird in there over the weekend. <laughs> so I come in, and there's just bird crap all over the place, all over the board and the, the, the table. Birds get into our building far too often. They do? Where are they coming from? I don't know. I can look through the, my studio window and see the sports station. I don't know how many times I've looked through there and a bird's just flapping around in there. <laughs> terrified, by the way. The bird's terrified. Yeah. And I we had like I had like a Word document up and like there was keys hit, so he was on the keyboard. I guess he was <laughs> I guess he was trying to tweet, huh? <laughs> oh, get out. That's a dad joke you, right there. You get out. As a matter of fact, yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah, that was a you're gonna get the song. Dad jokes, dad jokes. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? But yeah, no, we're all got, guilty. We got a bird problem here. Uh, <laughs> I guess we do. <laughs> Your dad joke is that was great, though. Yeah. Well. Okay. Here's the here's the thing about dad jokes, and this might be all we talk about now. Now that you brought it up, I had something else in mind. But um, since when are dad jokes bad? They never were. Right. Okay. So let me rephrase that question. Since when are all jokes dad jokes? Now, if you make a joke at all. It's true. Somebody would be like, dad, dad joke. You know, I don't know. Like, dad jokes can be good and bad. Like, but there's, as, as far as dad jokes go. But now, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is all jokes are now being lumped into the dad joke category. What you just did was make a pun. Doesn't right. make it a dad joke. No, but because dad jokes are becoming very popular, there are YouTube channels and, and, and Facebook yeah. groups of dad jokes. And I think more and more people are heading that way. And everyone just, you know what, Kev? No one has a sense of humor anymore. So everyone's just lumping them in together. <laughs> that is definitely true. People have lost their senses of humor out there. <laughs> that is true. Uh, okay. I guess we can get on to the topic now. Okay. Sorry. I've gotten that out. I've gotten that. <sighs> I've taken a deep breath and I'm good now. Okay. But uh, a survey says one out of six people have, sure. have broken a gadget in a fit of rage. Show me broken gadgets. <laughs> Let's see what the survey says. Oh, God damn you, man. I know, I can't stop. Dad I can't stop. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Sorry, what did the survey say? Uh, one out of six people have broken a gadget in a fit of rage. Oh, all the time, yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, headphones that I'm wearing right now are my fourth <laughs> pair. Uh, sometimes, and you can attest to this, sometimes our equipment doesn't work right, and sometimes you're under a time constraint, and sometimes you got to release your frustration by whipping your headphones against the wall until they break. Yeah, and you spend hard-earned money on headphones, too. It's not; it, it, These are not like cheap devices, either. Uh, somewhere in the world, there are shattered remains of a Nintendo controller. Yeah, I break uh, those. A Sega Genesis controller. <laughs> And a PlayStation controller, all dead by my hand because I can't control my gamer rage. I can't tell you how many times I've been playing Madden and I want to take my controller and throw it at my TV and break my TV. It's not my TV's fault that I suck at playing John Madden football. It's mine. Do you, do you play against other people online? Yeah, I got a buddy oh, and we play. You know, we're infuriating. In a, no, it, matter, no matter what you play online, playing against other people online is infuriating. I don't do the thing where you can talk to people okay. <laughs> because I don't need kids talking crap that's to me. That's the worst. Do you that's, do that? Do that's you? the worst when I'm playing like Grand Theft Auto online and like some kid blows me up with a bazooka and you you can hear him over the headset and he's like, ha ah, ha, you Punks. know. I'm like, go to bed. You're nine. Why are you playing a game about hookers and blow? Exactly. Where are your parents at? <laughs> That's what you should, you should tell them. Uh, yeah, and then they tell you that they, like, banged your mom. They do? Sometimes. Man, yeah. these kids are terrible these days. Like, yeah, what are you doing, man? Grow up. 
to tell them, hey, at least I got a mom. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can go another route, too, and be like, yeah, my mom's dead. Yeah. That's a good way to go. You can take that route, too. When someone starts in on mom jokes, that's the best way to stop it. Like, oh, yeah, she, uh, she, she's no longer with us. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yeah. These mm. kids, you know what? No respect from these youth today. Yeah. So have you ever broken a gadget out of a fit of rage? I'd like to hear your story. Text Kev and your story to 59457 or participate on our Facebook page at DX Rockford. Or you can use the X voicemail line, 815-575-XVM1. Matt Hall, thank you very much. Yeah. The Morning X wins. Well, the Morning X, it is Kev, Matt, and Chelsea here for another round of Guess the List. Welcome back, friends. What's going on? Hello, again. A little bit of a delayed response there, but that's okay. It's Monday. (laughs) Well, you know, how else are going to let her go first? I'm a a gentleman. Yeah. All right. So uh, I was thinking we've all put on a little pandemic weight. It's happened. And that uh, to make us feel better that there have been some very celebrated characters in pop culture who have been fat people or fat objects or fat animals. And uh, so I found on Ranker.com the list of the best fat cartoon characters of all time on TV okay. or movies. It can be a movie character or a TV character, but I'm looking for the top 10 here. Fat cartoon characters. Matt, you sure you don't want to go first? I'll, I'll go first. All right. Uh, all right, Matt. You got the first guess. I'm giving you number one here. I know exactly what are you're you? about to say, Right. Too. It's Homer Simpson. Yep. Number one fat cartoon character. Homer Simpson, number four. Number on, four. On this list. I didn't make the list. Okay, this is a don't shoot the messenger situation. <laughs> but you get a point because you're in the top 10. Yeah. So you get a ding. There you go. Chelsea, your guess. Fattest cartoon characters on TV. We're looking for the top 10 best fat ones. Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. <laughs> number seven. Yes. Forgot about Fred Flintstone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fred Flintstone is number six on this Ooh. list. Well done. Well done. All right. So we're back to Matt. Fat cartoon characters. Peter Griffin. Ugh. Peter Griffin. Let's see. I know he's on. Yep. Number eight. Number eight. Oh, well, you guys are batting a 1,000 so far. Hmm. Looking for the top 10 here the, on Ranker.com, the top 10 fat cartoon characters. Chelsea. Patrick Starr. Patrick Starr from SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes. Only number three, Chelsea. Yes. You guys oh, are doing very wow. well on this. <laughs> what about Garfield, the cat? Garfield, oh. the cat. Loves lasagna, hates Mondays. Uh, number seven, Matt. He hates exercising. Look at you guys. But that's all I really know. You guys are at 100% so far. I know, Matt, knowing you, there is one, at least one, you are leaving out. Chelsea. I don't know. This probably doesn't even count as a cartoon, but Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy, uh, not in the top ten if she's on the list at all. Uh, So we got the first buzzer of the oh oh, yeah, first buzzer of the game goes to Chelsea. So uh, Matt, you got a chance to take a very healthy lead here. All right, what about uh, from King of the Hill, Bill Dotrieve, the Bulldozer? Nobody from King of the Hill in the top ten. Nobody. Okay, you're still one point ahead though. Barney Rubble. Going back to the Flintstones. Going back to the Flintstones. Barney, not here on the top 10 either. Damn. And I take that back. You're still Are they tied. animals or are they all people? Some are animals. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a very good hint. Oh my hint. gosh, I know. The top two. The top two on this list, not my list, by the way, are both animals. Really? Yeah. Forky Pig. Oh. Forky Pig, not in the top 10. How is he not? That's what I was going to guess. Looking for the top 10 fat cartoon characters according are to Ranker.com. Are they cats or dogs or uh, uh, something else? Uh, neither, Matt. Neither. Neither a cat nor dog, but overweight cartoon character. I'm going to go back to SpongeBob and say Mrs. Puff. No Mrs. Puff on the list. You guys are starting to fall apart here. Oh, you were doing man. so well. It's hard. I don't know. I, I don't know. I know your sensibility, Matt. I know your sense of humor. There's one 
that I'm really surprised you haven't said yet. Uh, it's a cartoon, right? Yeah. Is it a cartoon from... Fat cartoon character. From this de- 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 century. Is it this decade? I, I wouldn't say in the 2000s, no. So, uh, late, all right. Le- definitely 90s? late 90s. Come late, on. Late 90s cartoons. Oh, man. Um... I don't know. This is tough. I don't know. <laughs> okay. This is tough. All right. So Matt's guess is I don't know. So he's going to get another buzzer. You're still both tied, by the way. Um, uh, so uh, Chelsea, your chance for the win is right now. Name one in the top 10 and you got it. Man. I'm literally stumped right now. I don't know why this is so hard and I can't think of any. Matt's going to hate himself so much when I read this top 10. You got to blurt something out, Chelsea. I'm, I'm going to have to say I don't know. You got nothing to lose. I've got nothing. You got no, you, you can't name any more cartoon characters that are fat. None. I've given you too much time already. Yeah, you That's have. right. We don't know, Kev. Yeah, we, we, we give gonna, up. The game's going to end we in, failed. A, in a tie, Okay, <laughs> which is fine. I'll accept that. But top 10, according to Ranker.com, fat cartoon characters are Matt, Chef from South Park. Oh, Chef. Oh, Cartman, man, now they're yep. all coming back. Number nine, Chief Wiggum from The Simpsons. No, more Simpsons characters. Number eight was Peter Griffin. Number seven was Garfield. Six was Fred Flintstone. Number five, Eric Cartman from South Park. Yeah. Number four, Homer Simpson. Number three, Patrick Starr. Number two, from The Lion King, Pumbaa. Oh. I never would have got that. I didn't make the list. I don't agree with it. And number one, another Disney character. Anybody? Aladdin, uh, the genie. Fat cartoon character. The genie oh, was kind of fat. The genie was ripped. Yeah. I wouldn't call the genie fat. He was ripped. From hmm. Disney, huh? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, this is bad. Oh, boy. Winnie <laughs> Winnie the mother effing poo. Winnie the poo. Oh, my god. Those are your top he ten the honey. fat cartoon characters. That was another round of Guess the List. Nobody wins. Thanks, guys. Appreciate uh, it. <laughs> terrible. It's the Morning X. It's the Morning X with Kev, powered by Expert Electronics. You heard about this cargo ship stuck in the Suez Canal, right? Yeah, I've heard a lot about that. It just baffles me that we can't just get that tugged out of there. I it's, don't it, understand. They got it out. Oh, okay. They, they got it out. This thing, okay, if you don't know, there was a huge cargo ship, I mean massive, uh, lodged sideways in the Suez 18, Canal. 18,000 shipping containers on it. Yeah, and it, it was a pretty much an $80 billion hit to the global economy uh, because not only was there stuff on this ship uh-huh. waiting to be delivered, but also other ships couldn't get through on their it's routes. traffic jam. Yeah. Uh, because it would take you like a month. To go all the way around where they would have to go around. Right. Like, it, to get to the same point instead of using the canal. You don't know if you know about this, but those ships, not fast. No. 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 Uh, this thing is huge. It would go across the entire Sandy Hollow Golf Course. Like, like I think Mike sent us a picture. It's just all the way across. It's massive. Massive thing. Stuck sideways in the canal. Uh, one of the industries taking a hit, though, adult toys. Uh, there was a giant European adult toy company says they're losing millions of dollars because they've got 20 shipping containers full of products that can't get through. I find it ironic that a long object stuck in a canal well, yeah, is contained uh, lots of sex toys. And I don't know how they got it out because in my head I've already decided that they used the lube that was in those containers <laughs> to slide the ship out. That's, that's what I've decided. How did, how did this even happen? Like some guy just, uh, you're in this canal. There's nowhere to, you, why even turn in the wheel? What, what are you doing sideways? You know, I did not confirm this, but this is the story I'm going with. Somebody told me that they heard, uh-huh. which means they read it somewhere. Right. Uh, that the guy driving the ship was going rogue and wanted to draw a genitalia shape on the map. And <laughs> so he took that route. He wasn't even supposed to be in the canal. And so I guess, you know, ended up getting stuck because of that. <laughs> 
Oh, it all goes back to those sex toys, doesn't it? It really does, it doesn't really it? It really does. Yeah. How would you like to be the one that makes that phone call? Hi, uh, we were expecting uh, 20 rubber replicas of Jenna Jameson's uh, downstairs area. Uh, we don't got those They're yet. stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> they'll be here soon. <laughs> I just, I, I can't imagine being the one to make that call. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I, well, I'm glad they got it out. I'm glad the thing is, I guess, moved. Uh, I don't know why this was such an undertaking. Maybe we should rethink the whole canal thing. Perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. Put some rubber bumpers on just to keep this thing well, like, they, a, like a bowling alley when you put the, the guides up. Well, there's lots of rubber available on that ship. Tons. I can tell you that. Plenty. <laughs> I can tell you that much. It's the Morning X with Kev, powered by Expert Electronics. 104.9 The Morning X, time for the weekly dose of good news. A lot of crappy news in the world. A lot of depressing kind of downer news, and I like to lift your spirits a little week, tell you some good things that are going on around the world, around the country, etc. An eight-year-old cancer survivor in California crushed a record by selling 32,484 boxes of Girl Scout cookies this year. Her name is Lily Bumpus. She sold them outside of her house and uh, online. The old record was just over 26,000 boxes, so yeah, she didn't just break it. She shattered the record. Good for her. A guy in Philadelphia found out that his mom had terminal cancer and wanted to take her on her dream vacation to Egypt along with 14 family members, but he knew he could never afford it on his teacher's salary, which is sad, by the way. Uh, So he took his mom's cheesesteak recipe and started selling them from his porch. He got a food truck involved, made $18,000 to pay for the trip. He says he'd uh, he'd even, if she'd asked to go to the moon, he would have made it happen. That's just so damn sweet. Going through your weekly dose of good news here. Uh, there's this charity, Move for Hunger. They work with moving companies and they uh, get people to donate their old canned goods when they move into a new place. Uh, a guy from New Jersey started it in 2009. They've been doing a lot during the pandemic. He now says they've helped donate 22 million pounds of food. That is uh, astronomical and very cool. If you want to hear some local good news, you can check out rockrivercurrent.com. Always new, positive local news rolling in there. That is your weekly dose of good news. It's Kev on 104.9. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Matt Hall is here. We're going to dump on celebrities. This is your celebrity dump. Good. That's what they get. (laughs) Man, you really don't like celebrities, huh? Well, I like some of them. I sense a little jealousy in your voice. A little bit of jealousy. Yeah, I'm jealous. It's what they get. I'm jealous of everybody. <laughs> At this point in my life. Are you jealous of me? <clears throat> a little bit, yeah. Why? Oh, you're married. You know, you got a good life going on. Oh, okay. But I could be jealous of you for the exact opposite reason. Oh, that I'm not married? You have every opportunity to do whatever you want. It's true, but right now there's nothing to do because there's a, well, there's a pandemic. <laughs> I guess, I guess there's, yeah, you got to take the good with the bad. Uh, this is our weekly uh, celebrity romp, celebrity dump. Yeah. Uh, Prince William somehow managed to top the list of America's sexiest bald men. I don't buy that. Have you seen the guy? I know. Never mind Jason Statham or Michael Jordan, who also made the list, but Prince William is number one, and that's weird, because he is kind of dorky looking. Yeah, coming as a straight, heterosexual male, Jason Statham is way more attractive than Prince Henry or William or whatever. Prince William. Prince William, yeah. And he looks kind of dorky. He looks like that goofy-looking British guy. Uh, Prince William. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's he doesn't look like a cool dude. Although he's rich, so maybe that has something. That's that has everything to do it. One hundred percent is because he's worth more money than you could possibly imagine. If he was behind the counter at a Best Buy with a Geek Squad T-shirt on, he would look like the <laughs> biggest nerd on planet That's Earth. Funny. He should have a Geek Squad shirt on. Although I would trade places with him in two seconds. It's not even funny. If Napoleon Dynamite became a prince and, sh- <laughs> and shaved his head, that's what he would look like. I think he nailed it with the uh, with the Geek Squad. Yeah, for sure. That's funny. I mean, the, the guy's not traditionally handsome or anything. Well, how official are these rankings? You know, I mean... Yeah, it's just, it was based on some weird thing, too, like the amount of times they've been called sexy online. I don't, no. even, know how, I don't even know how you gather that statistic. Was Vin Diesel on there or has he let himself go? I don't know. I haven't... I'm sure he was. ...seen him in a movie in a while. Nothing for Stanley Tucci, though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. recognize him. Yeah, look him up. You'll know who he is. Right. Uh, Joe Exotic and his husband, Dylan Passage, are getting divorced. <laughs> Aw. Yeah, they've stated that they're not going to rush it because they're still waiting to hear from Trump about that pardon. You know, but- <laughs> it's not happening. You know, the guy wanted to be famous for so long, and he finally gets he finally gets what he wants, but he can't enjoy any of it because he's in jail for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, for plotting to have to be murdered. Now, I believe he should be in jail for uh, his animal cruelty, which, by the way, he did not treat those animals very well. No, he didn't. However, the guy that he hired to go kill Carol Baskin didn't even go do it. He stopped halfway to go to a strip club and <laughs> forgot all about it. So did he? Did it even really happen? He didn't even vet his hitman. No, like, he is didn't. This, is this guy a, a, a getter-dunner? Yeah, you know? yeah, he didn't even, you're right, he didn't do any research. He was like, hey, would you mind? <laughs> like, so that right there. Plus, everybody knows what Carol Baskin did. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tiger King, Jeff Lowe, uh, yeah. you know the douchey one from Tiger King. Which one? Yeah. They're all douchey. <laughs> the most douchey one, though. But this was the douchey guy with the leather jackets and yeah. the hot wife. Uh, they well, all have hot wives. What's he, up with that, yeah, too? He, he had a stroke. Uh, he claims that someone tried to poison him, and that's what he gets for hiring Carol Baskin as his nurse. You know, <laughs> it's just. He claimed that someone tried to poison him? Yeah. Usually, when you're poisoned, you don't have a stroke because of it. I hope if it, that's the case, it was one of his rival uh, tiger people out there. Like the guy, who's the guy with all the wives in the harem? That guy got arrested too. He did? Yes. I don't remember for what, but a few months ago, that guy went to jail. Everybody on that show is going to jail, but the woman who fed her husband to tigers. <laughs> she walks free still. <laughs> don't worry. She, you know what? She cannot run it forever. It'll happen. It'll catch up. They'll find him. No, they, I don't think they're going to find him, but they'll get some evidence. They'll, they'll find pieces of his bones and... Shreds of his rotting muscle under the ground somewhere. <laughs> you get graphic with it. <laughs> Who wants breakfast? Anyway, here we go. Uh, three of Beyonce's storage units were robbed over the weekend. Oh, no. All said and done, about a million bucks worth of stuff was taken. Hopefully nothing was irreplaceable. Yeah, to the left, to the left. <laughs> her publicist did put out a statement directly to the robber saying, that's her stuff. If she bought it, please don't touch. That's right. The shoes on her feet. <laughs> she bought it. <laughs> Uh, the rock she's wearing, she bought it. She depends on her. Uh, it's a Destiny's Child song. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I understand. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I know. I know my listeners are like, what the hell is going on right now? No, These are Beyonce lyrics, okay? They're lyrics to a song. And I it, depend on me. And if you're like, what is Kevin doing knowing all those lyrics to Beyonce songs? Well, you must not know about me. We interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 104.9. Say it! The Morning X. read it earlier that uh, there's a rising number of hospitalizations again from COVID-19. It's uh, it's still not over yet, folks. You have to really be uh, careful. But apparently there's a new term 
in the Urban Dictionary for people who have bragged about getting the COVID vaccine. They are called vax holes. <laughs> Here's how to use it in a sentence. Two weeks after the second shot, Nat Vax Hole is posting selfies from a bar in Cancun. I mean, it's one thing to be proud, but it's another thing to brag. You know what I mean? Because you're kind of rubbing it in the face of people who aren't eligible yet and who are still scared they're going to get it. You know what I mean? So you, you really have to, you know, be more sensitive. God. Or you could just not take offense to everything you see on Facebook either, or here on the radio for that matter. One doctor said that the uh, one of the weird COVID vaccine side effects is that a tiny number of people are experiencing vivid dreams about space or flying cars. I mean, a lot of people probably dream about that stuff anyway. That could be vaccine related, but maybe not. I have weird dreams all the time. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's because of anything. I don't have the vaccine yet, by the way, so I'm not I'm not vax holing. Uh, a clothing website called Revolve has a line of shirts they call vaccine ready. Basically, you leave your shoulders totally bare with these shirts, so you can get your COVID shots without having to roll up your sleeve. You're gonna pay seventy to three hundred bucks for one of these shirts. So I'm gonna go ahead and say I am uh, out on that one. It's Kev on the Morning X weekdays five to ten a.m. Powered by Expert Electronics on one zero four nine The X. How's your bracket? Busted. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. I I I lost our our pool. Yeah. So who do you got to win it now? Um, I couldn't even tell you who's in it. I don't know. <laughs> he lost interest, huh? <laughs> I uh, after Loyola Chicago went out, I was like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, probably a good idea. Um, is um, see, I couldn't. Even, I don't even know. I don't even know. Duke, are they still in it? No, they didn't make the tournament, did they? No. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know if they did or not. <laughs> see, you don't know either. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Well, go basketball. Go sports. Hopefully, people are having better luck in the romance world. Mm. This is time to take a look at Rock for Misconnections. How's your romance bracket doing there, Matt? Busted. <laughs> but to be fair, it's been busted for quite some time. You really ought to think about making some posts here in the Misconnections section. I think I may, just to see if there's get any responses. Because it's not just Misconnections anymore. It's weird, creepy, classified ads. That's what I'm saying. I think people now are just making them up. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, uh, this one seems like it might be legit. Still creepy, though. Hopefully, you're the woman I'm looking for. This oh. is from the DeKalb Sycamore area. Oh, okay. Is this you, Matt Hall? Well, let's see what it says first. It says, hopefully you remember me. I'm the tall, dark, athletic, and handsome man nope. that crossed your path. Already not me. It's not you. Just because the guy says he's all those things doesn't mean he is all those That's things. That's true. It could be, oh, it could be lying. It could be you lying about your physique. Or me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, if you do remember me, please reply to this so we, we can have more fun. Remember, you can come to me or I can drive to you. Where did he meet her? Did it say? Um, let's uh, let's review. At the, uh, at the Walmart there? No, I don't think it was Walmart. We crossed paths. That's all it says. Didn't say where. You, oh, need, you need to include you, where you, you met. You gotta be specific. Yeah. You can't just say, hey, I saw you. You gotta tell, tell her where you stalked her at. I was the guy who uh, crossed your path, quote unquote. I followed you for three aisles at the Target. <laughs> See, that's what you need to say so she knows. Well. Better luck, buddy. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> missed you again. Belvedere. Oh. This one says, missed you again. Downtown Belvedere around West Lincoln the other day. You weren't a Weisenheiser. You were friendly. Oh, was it one of those wisecracking guys, eh? <laughs> uh, first of all, the term is Weisenheimer, I believe. Not Weisenheiser. That sounds like a beer for idiots. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Crack open a Weisenheiser. 
<laughs> Crack wise with Weisenheiser. <laughs> right. Be a smartass <laughs> with a Weisenheiser. Got something to say? Weisenheiser. And what's wrong with being a Weisenheiser anyway? I like it. That's what we do for a living. Yeah, I've been a wise ass my whole life. And I know that because people have told me. I've been told I have a smart ass. The only part of my body that's smart. See, now you haven't quite reached wise ass Not wise. Yet. When your ass has been around the world and learned. Then it's wise. It becomes wise. When your ass looks like Gandalf. <laughs> right. Then it's wise. <laughs> yes, my ass has a big white beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wise. All the sentences I thought I'd ever say. There you go. In my life. That might have been one of them. <laughs> All right. So here, here, I need your help on this, Matt. I need you to judge sexual or not. Right. Okay. Well, before I even hear it, sexual. Here's the post. Yard yard work. This comes from Freeport. Anyone need their yard cleaned? I'm good with a rake. Let me know. Sexual. I. I mean, it just. <laughs> you can do lots of things with a rake. You know. Yeah. You can uh, <clears throat> clean out your backyard. Yeah. I can help you with those. Uh, need some. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> need someone to trim those bushes for you. <laughs> Maybe you could use the rake to brush the big white beard on my ass. Maybe. <laughs> you shall not pass. That's rock for misconnection. It's Kev. No moral sense. On 104.9. Oh, God. Here we go again. Dork alert. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Matt Hall in the room. What's up, buddy? Hey, happy um, April. April Fool's? Happy April Fool's? How do you say that? You don't. You don't say happy April Fool's Day. It's not a, it's not a holiday that we celebrate. Okay. I was going to say, I don't know how to address it. You didn't have to get me an April Fool's gift. As a matter of fact, uh, even April Fool's pranks are, like, becoming a thing of the past. In radio, they tell us, do not do one. Well, right, yeah. You know, Opie and Anthony. Yeah. They're very famous uh, DJs from New York. Uh, They got fired from a radio station (laughs) in Boston because they told everybody in the city that the mayor had died in a car crash. Oh, that's not good. And they kept it going. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, we're not supposed to do them. No. Uh, Although I have in the past... You know, played an entire Garth Brooks song on this show on April Fool's Day. Uh, you've gone Day. country, right? Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some things actually happen on April Fool's Day, and when they do happen, people think they are pranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's some headlines from the past that happened on April Fool's Day that people weren't uh, weren't sure were real. Okay. This was the day that Marvin Gaye was shot and killed by his own dad. Was it for real? Yeah, it was real. No, I know it was real, but that today was the day that happened. Yeah, April 1st, 1984. Oh, man. That's tough. Yeah, uh, people on the news thought it might be a prank by a disc jockey. See, everyone bl- blame the disc jockey yeah, right. every time. <laughs> well, it's because we're known for being such Weisenheimers. We, we covered this yesterday. We are. We're, we like to crack wise <laughs> on this show. Uh, Smokey Robinson was the one who thought it was a sick prank. Um, this was also the day that David Lee Roth announced that he was leaving Van Halen on April 1st, 1985. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Most fans thought it was a joke, but it was very real. The real prank would have been if Sammy Hagar was like, I'm joining the band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, he did do that. Yeah, he did. It wasn't bad. You know what? He wasn't bad. It was fine. He had a couple good songs. Van Hagar's all right. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Now, when you get into Gary Sharon territory. I forget about I forget about him. No one remembers <laughs> Gary Sharon. Are you kidding me? Uh, this is also the day Selena was killed. Gosh, really? Yeah, she was actually murdered on March 31st of 1995. Word got out the next day, and fans accused who? The radio DJ. Of joking about it. That's right. We don't joke about that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't anyway. No, Some people do. it's terrible. Uh, the Onion announced that they won a Peabody Award April 1st, 2009. <laughs> See, I wouldn't have fell for that one because it's The Onion, and, and I know better. But it was not a joke. They actually did oh, win they did? a Peabody. Oh, they did? They won a Peabody. Yeah. 
<laughs> All these are real. I'm not playing real or fake headlines. I here. love the onions so much. It's so funny. It is because people think it's real and get mad. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like it's the onion. Read read it's who great. is posting. It's great. Uh, people found out that Joss Whedon was going to direct the Avengers in 2010. People thought it was a joke. He did a good job. I told you that I thought yesterday. I told you that I thought Endgame was the greatest movie ever made, and then you put me in my place. Ever and, made? And maybe and you were right about that. Maybe the best superhero movie, not the best movie. Fine, I change it to I think it's the best superhero movie. Then ever again, made. you are allowed to have that as your favorite movie. It's not though. If it's not your favorite movie, how do you consider it the best ever? Because my favorite movie is a ridiculous movie from 1993, <laughs> and I can't. What is it, Matt? It's Billy Madison from 95. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but I mean. It could be worse. The greatest movie ever, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, no. Okay. Um, also, they, on April 1st, we found out that uh, Ashton Kutcher was going to play Steve Jobs. He played Steve Jobs? Yes, he did in an indie movie. Oh, I see. He's forever. He's forever Kelso to me. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's never not been Kelso. You know what? He tried to do some serious stuff. He's is he married to Mila Kunis now? That son of a. You know, it just the, Matt thought he was going to get. Her. I thought I was going to get Mila. <laughs> She's gorgeous. <laughs> it's not fair. Uh, this is also the day that Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell starred in a completely serious Lifetime movie. I wanted to watch that. I heard it's great. It's called A Deadly Adoption, <laughs> and they played it completely straight, no comedy, and people were pissed. They were pissed. Yeah, but they did it on purpose. That's the point. They did it on purpose. <laughs> they wanted to do a serious they, movie. They had no intention of it being a joke. You know, people don't think Will Ferrell has range. He has yeah. ridiculous range. He does serious stuff. He does comedy. Kristen Wiig, too. <laughs> she actually played the villain uh, in the new Wonder Woman movie, and I didn't buy her as the villain in the new movie. So. Oh, well, I didn't buy Wonder Woman as a superhero, either. Hey, now, she has lots of powers. I mean, this this edition of Wonder Woman. Okay. Gal Gadot doesn't do it for me. You kidding me? She's wonderful. Okay, You're wrong, nice sir. pun. Nice pun. Way to go. Oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't wonderful. even notice. She's wonderful. Eh, I don't, I, you know. I, I like her. Is, okay, let me let me ask you this about about Wonder Woman. The Wonder Woman accent. She doesn't have one. She doesn't have one? No, I don't think so. I didn't notice. Uh, I think she does. Well, kind of a British one, sort of, I guess if I had to think about it, but I don't think she really has a an accent. All right, we're Googling this now. Uh, Wonder Woman accent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gal, Gadot, who pl- Gal Gadot, who portrays Wonder Woman, is from Israel, has a fairly thick Israeli accent. Oh, really? Well, I didn't notice it. Okay. Now, it's not the same accent that's used in the movie, and this was the question that I wanted to ask. There was a conscious effort to give Wonder Woman a Themyscrian accent? Don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means either. But I knew she was faking an accent in that movie because it's not good. Well, either way, I would totally do her. Next, move on. Right, so, move on. Uh, okay, we know where Matt Hall's priorities yep, stand, that's everybody. Where I, that's how I decide. Next question. The Morning X wins. Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau on the phone. Andrea, hi. Hi, how are you? Uh, pretty good. It's April Fool's Day. Anybody got you yet? Not yet, but it's only eight, so I'm assuming the day is still young. And you think it happened? You would expect it to be me, wouldn't you? Oh no! You would expect it to be me, but I'm not that guy. I don't prank people on April Fool's Day. Oh, okay. Because I was kind of just 
setting myself up waiting for it then. But, no, you know why? Yeah. Because the best pranks happen when you're not expecting them and everyone's exactly. expecting a prank today. So why would I even yeah. attempt it today? You know, you do you're it, right. You do it on April second. Yes. Oh, that's true, that's true. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm not I, I'm not expecting anything crazy today. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll have to update you next week and see if anything strange happens. Yeah, mostly because we're all adults, you know, and adults really don't do this kind of stuff. <laughs> we're all too tired to, like, overexert ourselves more right. than we are. <laughs> I think the best I was ever pranked was uh, my sister sent me uh, an envelope with a Verizon Wireless logo on it. Okay. Uh, and she made this nicely printed up piece of paper that said, uh, you have missed... Uh, payments and you owe us like fifteen hundred dollars if you don't send us this money. <laughs> she made it really legit looking too, and I was freaked out because I'm like, I haven't had a Verizon phone in like months. <laughs> so, so like, they, so then you had to start digging into it and figuring it out, and you were dreading it. Right, and they're they're still fighting. My my sister sees me freaking out, and she waits until I pick up the phone to call them. To t- to tell me that she got me, and uh, I was like, "Bravo, well done!" Because that is, that was legit. My heart was literally pounding in my chest. That might be the best one ever, anyone's ever got me. But she made sure to send it on a day when she was sure it was going to show up on April Fool's Day. I mean, that was that was really a well timed prank. That takes it to a whole new level. I'm used to the small pranks, like right. <laughs> you know. Ripping uh, can labels off the cans or things like that, but but this one, this is a good one, right? And you, yeah, you know, a lot of April Fool's Day is just lying to people, right? I mean, it's just like, well, yeah, that's true, just lying. Hey, well, I don't know. Got a new job? I'm moving to Egypt. Oh, really? Uh, nope. April Fool's Day? No, that's just lying. That's, that's all that is. Yeah. That's sad. Well, anyways, I'm glad that that's behind you because that sounds so <laughs> sad. <laughs> no, it's fun. I it's a fond memory. Fond. Yeah. Well, um, I know you're not going to lie to us about this. What is happening this weekend in the Rockford region? Oh, no, I feel like I'm being pranked because your phone is breaking up and I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, no. Hello, is that better? <laughs> oh, much better. There you are. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. Well, no, there will be no lying here. There's a lot going on, of course, but uh, Severson Dells Nature Center is doing a great job all week. They're offering up some awesome spring break camps for the kids. So if you want to get the kids out, they have two different groups, five to seven and then eight to 11 years old, where you can go and get them out, get some fresh air. It's going to be a nice week. It's nine to three each day. So call in advance if you want to get the kids out and about in discovering nature. That's fun. It's fun to explore. I know. I think so, too. And the camps are secrets of spring. So I'm assuming you're going to see a lot of bugs, a lot of blooming flowers, things like that. So Did you see yeah, bugs? Bugs. Bugs, yes. like B-U-G-S, or, or buds, I did. like budding trees? Well, you can see bugs and budding <laughs> okay. trees and flowers. <laughs> okay, so it's a, bu- bugs. It's a sure bug hunt. Oh, no, I'm losing you again. Oh, and I'm not, even doing, I'm not even doing this on purpose as a prank, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Kev. Okay, you're back Here again. Is it better? Yes. Okay, well, let's try that. So, yeah, so that's going on. And then also, 
you know, uh, Discovery Center Museum does a great job with the kids. And this week, being that it's right before Easter, they're going doing their egg sighting experiment virtual show. So if you want to check that out, that's Friday at 7 p.m. That is only online, and it's a 45-minute virtual show. The whole family can enjoy at home. So definitely get those carton of eggs and get ready because, you know, you're going to be able to do fun, fun experiments here. And but then I know a lot of people are uh, decorating their eggs, too, yeah. for Easter. I just love the egg puns that are in the uh, the email blast here. Um, excellent egg sighting experiments. I love Isn't that. that great? Isn't that fantastic? Don't show up if you have eczema. All right, you, oh. we don't want that. All right. <laughs> All are welcome. Don't over no, but... don't over exert yourself. Oh, that was a good one. That was a really good one. Um, there's a lot of fun puns with the word egg. So check it out if you can. It should be a lot of fun for the whole family, but of course the kids are going to love it. So that's going on. And then I also want to mention, too, that the Hot Wheels exhibit at Discovery Center Museum is wrapping up on the 3rd. So you have just a couple more days to enjoy that. If you want to head on over to their indoor space, you definitely want to call in advance to reserve a spot if they still have them available and enjoy the Hot Wheels exhibit. Excellent. Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Everything she just talked about and more, you can read about it at GoRockford.com. You can sign up for that email blast. How do you do that? And check out GoRockford.com, and there's a link there. And then Go Rockford Facebook page, we always post about this great Go Guide on that page. So check it out. All right, Andrea, thank you very much. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Sounds good. Thanks. 1049 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kevin. Baseball season has started. And uh, if I know anything about the baseball fans around here, at least uh, where I grew up in the Chicago area, is that uh, a lot of fair weather fandom going on. Uh, people all of a sudden were, I mean, this is in all sports, not just not just baseball. You know, people were all of a sudden huge Blackhawks fans when they started winning championships in the early 2010s. Uh, and, you know, like game one, Pitcher makes a mistake, and it's like, that's it, that's it, season's blown, it's over. So there's a lot of that stuff going on, and it's been my whole life. Uh, but nobody ever really calls him out on it. Uh, but there's this uh, radio talk show host in Cleveland, a sports talk guy in Cleveland named uh, Bruce Drennan. <laughs> and uh, uh, he had a caller. I'm going to play a little bit of this because I love this. I love, uh, I love how he went off on this caller. The good pitch is down the middle. He won't swing at Put the balls down around his ankles, he hits the shortstop into a double play. This has been going on for two years. Right. I guess you missed a lot of the games that Reyes hit in the clutch last year, huh? No, 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 no. no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're an no, idiot. No. You're an idiot and you don't know baseball. I'm you're not gonna, an idiot. No, you are an idiot. Listen, no, you're going to tell me you are judging. You don't know anything. You don't know squat, you stupid idiot. You're going to tell me you're going to make a judgment on the season after one game in 30-degree weather that proves what an ignoramus you are. Get off our show, fair weather idiot. Fair weather. I need to just isolate. Can we isolate that? Just this right here. Fair weather, idiot. <laughs> I just, you know, <clears throat> that's uh, that's some balls. For first of all, I don't think I would ever go off on one of my callers like that. It would it would take a lot for me to go off on you, like he just went off on that caller. But I mean, he's got to be fed up with it because people just give up on their team so quickly. You know, or, or or a quarterback in football. You know what I mean? Like uh, a Bears quarterback throws one interception. And they're like, fire him. Fire him. Make sure he can't feed his family today. 
You know, it's just this this evil, evil. I want to bring back squat too. You don't know squat. <laughs> Fair weather idiot. <laughs> uh, big ups to Bruce Denon out there uh, in Cleveland. It's 104.9 The Morning X. To interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 104.9. Say it! Say it! The Morning, the morning X. X. It's 104.9 The Morning X at 8.17 on this Good Friday. It's always a good Friday when Mike Peck is on the phone. What's up, Mike? Oh, man. Yeah, good Friday to you as well. Yes, sir. Mike, of course, the president of business operations for the Rockford Ice Hogs. And uh, lots going on as far as the, the Ice Hogs go. I think we should dive right in. Uh, April, of course, kicking off Autism Awareness Month. You guys are participating somehow, right? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we've, we've formed a, a really awesome partnership with our friends over at the Autism Program of Easter Seals. And uh, Lawn Care by Walter is a, a big part of that, for, of, of what we do. And uh, we've kind of come together here and and, and really uh, put together a fun initiative for Autism Awareness Month that uh, we're going to kick it off on uh, Wednesday. Uh, the Ice Dogs are back home on Wednesday, but we're going to have some uh, auctions and some raffles. And we're going to actually do something really cool. We're going to have a, a, a raffle, and we're just going to offer 100 raffle tickets. And they're $100 a piece, and the grand prize winner is four Cubs tickets, wow. four passes to their Catalina Club which is all-inclusive, by the way. So if you like to eat and drink at a ball game and, and do it on someone else's dime, this is the way to go, by the way. <laughs> I'll say. Plus, you're going to get an, an, an Ice Dogs Lego Autism Awareness jersey that you can customize however you want. So we're going to have some other really cool prizes, but, again, we're only going to offer 100 raffle tickets for this. So, um, yeah, we're going to make some announcements here today on it, and we're going to do some other auctions and raffles that we'll announce early next week. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're we're looking forward to raising some money for for a really good cause. Yeah, it is definitely a great cause, uh, and I think uh, the more aware people are, uh, I think the the better the at least public view on autism will be. You know, and uh, it's great that you guys are a part of that. But does it bug you that you have to give away tickets to a game that's not an Ice Hogs game? <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> you know, and that's what that's what's been difficult. You know, we do a lot of different uh, donations throughout the course of the year, and you know, you know, even. As recent as yesterday, someone reached out and asked, "Hey, can you guys donate a couple of tickets?" It's like, "Well, I could, but it could be like a rubber stamp. I don't, I don't know. Like, right. you know, when when are you going to come into a game? So let's hold off on the ice hockey tickets for now. But I, I'm confident by by the time we hit the fall that we're going to have we're going to have people back in the building. I'm really hoping it's back to 100. percent So we'll see what happens. But obviously, that's a the long time long time away. But uh, yeah, you know it. Uh, it just hasn't been the same without the fans, and uh, let's just get through this year and turn the page to uh, to next season. That's a, that's a good outlook to have. At least you're giving away tickets to the right baseball team. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't know how good they're going to be this year, but you know what? Any day at Wrigley feels better than than, than the day not at Wrigley, right? Yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll take any ballpark really, but if you're gonna if if you want the best of the best, I mean, Wrigley's you, you can't go wrong. It's beautiful. Except yeah, except I, for the men's rooms. I, I can't speak for the men's rooms. But. Now, you, you haven't trough dived before, have you? I mean, I'm sure that was that was like one of the first like viral videos, I think, was that dude doing the trough diving at Wrigley Field. I mean, talk about one of the top five grossest things I think any human being can do. Wait a minute. He jumped into the trough? I uh, not only jumped into the trough, but I guess the thing was it was a running start <laughs> and an actual like, it was like a slip and slide. So think slip and slide, but in one of the Wrigley Field trucks. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Uh, yeah, that, that was the thing. I, and again, maybe it was just a thing with this guy. I hope it was because I hope people weren't making irregular 
you know, habit out of this, but uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty gross. I mean, the slip and slide is yellow, but how drunk do you have to be to think that the trough <laughs> is? <laughs> I mean, like, well, then you, okay, so you do that, right? How quick does that, like, recourse in your mind happen of, like, I shouldn't have done that because, A, you're, you're at a ball game. I doubt he has a spare change of clothes there. So you're walking around smelling like a, a subway, like, right, like a Chicago subway. At what point of the game did it happen? You know, I mean, what, what, they have like a last call in the seventh inning, don't they? So, like, it had to have been at least uh, uh, after that. I hope. I hope. I hope well, you, he didn't get that hope. drunk in, like, the first inning. But, you know, if he's, if he's that drunk, you, you know the scenario. is he's there with his buddies, his buddies like, hey, we're going to Murphy's after the game. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Right? You know, we're, going, we're going to the cup. You know, they're going out after the game, right? Yeah, you're, you're going home luck. to shower. That's what you're doing, sir. Yeah, right. Uh, we're going. You are not. Yes. Uh, no, to answer your question, no, I have not trough dived, and no, that was not me uh, in the video, uh, just to answer your question. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm glad we clarified that. Yeah, But uh, I think we turned the wheel pretty hard in this conversation. We should get back to hockey real quick because you are the uh, Ice Hogs guy. Uh, Mike that's, Beck. that's usually the way that, that the conversation goes, but that's okay. Yeah. There's there's not much trough diving going on when there are games at the BMO, <laughs> thank goodness, because uh, y'all don't have troughs over there. So, uh, no, we do not. And if we want to break down the, the bathrooms, yeah, we, we do have urinals. Yeah. So that's, uh, that is that is the depository of choice at the BMO Harris Bank Center. Yeah, okay. Well, we talked about... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Transitioning now. Yeah, nice nice segue. Well done. Uh, we talked a little bit before, uh, but now the trade deadline is coming up, and uh, that's going to mean something for you guys. Yeah, so it, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of see what happens here with the, with the Chicago Blackhawks. You know, they're in a, a, a position where they're fighting for a playoff spot, but I know their team's not a finished product as of yet, you know, of, of kind of what the, uh, the goal is for Stan Bowman, and we'll see what happens. I, I guess the effect on the Ice Hogs is going to be, obviously, you know, there could be a player or two that are here that, that could get traded, but I think the bigger effect is, there's not going to be as many call-ups once the trade deadline comes and goes. I mean, we've had guys, you know, they, they, they say the taxi squad, they might, they might as well call it the bus squad because they've been calling guys up and sending guys back four or five at a time. Wow. And that's <laughs> probably going to come to an end uh, here at the trade deadline because the, the Blackhawks will be limited on the number of call-ups. But, uh, you know, just kind of weird. Usually when we flip the calendar to April, we're in the final week or two of the regular season. And uh, there's obviously still some time left, folks, both in the uh, – the NHL and the American Hockey League, and you know the Hawks are fighting for that playoff spot, and it'll be a fun stretch run for them. Yeah, I mean it'll be exciting to see how it goes for the rest of the season. Um, speaking of the Blackhawks, Mike, can you give me any information? What's going on? Are the Blackhawks buying the Ice Hogs or not? Oh man, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, leave you hanging here by a <laughs> no, thread. come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully there'll be some news shortly on that. Um, that's still it's still a work in process uh, in progress and. Uh, you know, it's, uh, unfortunately, it's just not like you're, you're you're walking into a convenience store to buy a pack of gum. It's the the transaction doesn't happen that quick. Listen so. to this political genius on my phone line right now. Hmm, there might be <laughs> some information coming out about that soon. We cannot speak to that at this moment. I see what you're doing. You have all the information. I have, I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. You have it all in an email right in front of you, and you're refusing to tell me. That's fine. We'll get it out of you eventually. Eventually, if, something's going to come the, out. Uh, have you ever seen that guy trough dive at uh, Richard Steele? <laughs> <laughs> and he jerks the wheel again, folks. <laughs> Mike Peck for the Rockford Ice Hogs. Thank you very much. Uh, next Ice Hogs game, of course, in Chicago uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, uh, 7 o'clock, and then the team's back home on Wednesday.
Listen on Sports Fan Radio 1330, of course, AHL TV, uh, but uh, Sports Fan Radio 1330, the website, sportsfanrockford.com. Check out all the info uh, that we just talked about at icehogs.com. Mike Peck, thank you very much. Hey, happy Easter. Thanks, Kev. You too. Have a good weekend. It's Kev. Excellent. On 104.9. That's incredible. The Morning X. Bush Jewelers. Bush Jewelers pays the highest cash.